Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pass Around the Smile podcast. Today's podcast is all about receiving signs and guidance, how to ask, what to look out for, and I guess kind of how to interpret the signs that you are getting and what to do and what to think when you are not actually receiving the signs that you might have asked for. So This topic has come from my Facebook group community. If you haven't joined, you're welcome to join. Anyone can join, anyone can post. It's a safe space and the link is in the show notes. But I basically put a post out saying, what do you guys want to hear on the podcast? And the response was so amazing. You guys gave me so many great ideas, but so many that they will have to come, you know, as we go. Please know that if I don't address your question today, well, it's likely because I'm only addressing a few today. It will come. I've written them all down and it will all come in due time. But thank you all so much for putting your topics out there and for letting me know as well how much you're loving the podcast because it really does inspire me to keep creating really fun episodes for you guys. So thank you. I hope you're having an amazing week. And this episode is going to be magical. It's exciting. It's about asking for signs and guidance. And I tell you what, I have had some pretty cool asking for sign stories, asking for guidance stories. Two of them I've already shared on the podcast. So if you haven't listened to the second episode I put out, which is the how letting go and trusting the process found me my life purpose, I'd go back and listen to that because there's a really good sign story in there. And that was a sign that was so strong that it actually allowed me to step out of my comfort zone, do something that I never thought I wanted to do, but it ended up being my life purpose. And that confidence actually came from a sign. Like I needed that extra confidence and that level of comfort, knowing that the universe and the angels were guiding and protecting me to take this next leap of faith in my life. And if I didn't take that leap of faith, I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't have my cards. I wouldn't be doing events. So It's crazy how much a sign can change things for us. Well, for me anyway. And then I share another, probably one of my coolest sign stories in the episode that I did with my mum. So you can go back and listen to that. That was like a really, like a pretty crazy sign story. So I won't tell those two today because they're already done. I'll tell a couple, but it's more so talking about how you can get signs and how you can kind of interpret them. So let's get straight into it. So... There are so many different ways that we can receive signs and guidance. And I really do believe that signs and guidance and coincidences and synchronicities are constantly happening around us. But if we are not in alignment, if we are running from place to place, if every minute that we have spare, we're scrolling mindlessly on our phones, if we are kind of just in a daze, if we're not really feeling ourselves, we are going to miss those signs. They're all around us, but if we're not alert to them, we're not going to see them. We're not going to acknowledge them. And to be honest, in those states, we're kind of desperate for them. So 
We're not going to take them the way that we want to, if that makes sense. So when we are out of alignment, it's likely that we're going to feel vulnerable, that we are probably feeling a little bit negative. Maybe we're stuck in comparison or jealousy or whatever it is. When we are out of alignment with who we are, with our values and beliefs, we are not ourselves. And if we are vulnerable and if we are feeling negative, If we do happen to notice the signs, which is pretty rare to be honest because you're probably going to miss them anyway, but let's say that you do notice the signs when you're feeling really crappy. And often when we're feeling crappy, that's when we are desperate for signs, answers, guidance. But if we do notice the sign, we're not in the best state to take that sign with clarity and with the intention of, you know, this is who I am. This is what I want. These are my values. These are my beliefs. And this is how I'm going to take the sign about my career or my love life or my friendships or this confrontation that I had a couple of weeks ago. We're not in the right mind frame to have a really deep look and a deep understanding of what is being presented to us. So next time you are feeling really desperate for guidance and you are about to ask for a sign or you have asked for a sign, I want you to do your best to not only get in alignment, I feel that's obvious and we'll get to that, but just to be patient with yourself. And if you do happen to receive a sign when you are feeling yucky, just sit on it. Don't take action right away. Sit on it, write it down, feel it. Try and check into that part of yourself that is the real you, not the out of alignment version of you. And just sit with it, try to understand it, be easy on yourself, maybe talk to your friends or your family about what it could mean before jumping into a decision. Because often when we do receive a sign, it can be really exciting and it's like, oh my God, this is the answer. But if we're out of alignment, we are clouded. Our reality and our sense of self is clouded and we want clarity. So, How do we get that clarity? We get that clarity by being in alignment. And this is when we do receive signs and guidance. And again, I know that a lot of the time we want signs and guidance when we aren't feeling great because that's when we do need answers. And you can still get the answers when you're not feeling great, but just please get the answers and sit on them and feel them out and slowly raise your vibration before doing anything about those signs. But it's very common that if you are feeling yucky and out of alignment, you're not going to see the signs in the first place. So how to get in alignment? Basically, you want to do anything that makes you happy. And this can be easier said than done, depending on what you're going through. But if it's surface level stuff, let's just say for the sake of this episode, if you're feeling negative because a coworker was annoying you or, you know, the kids are screaming Uh, you know, you're just feeling overwhelmed, you you haven't been giving yourself time to meditate or journal, whatever. You're just feeling a little bit yucky, a little bit out of alignment. Things that you can do to get back to your true self is, and I know this sounds really obvious, but journal, meditate, card readings, take time for yourself. I know that there are probably a lot of mums out there who are like, I can't just take time for myself like that. But even two minutes of meditation has the power to change your day. Doing whatever you can, asking for help, uh, 
trying to like understand in what part of your body are you feeling out of alignment? Is it your mind because you're lacking clarity? Is it your heart because you're hurting? Are you getting like neck tension kind of pain because you're stressed or tight? So where are you feeling out of alignment and what can you do to make that better? Remembering that when we are on a journey of raising our vibration, we don't have to go from zero to 100 and often we can't. And that's when the toxic positivity steps in. If we're feeling really, really yucky and we jump into like a two hour meditation and all these really, really positive mantras, it's probably going to do more harm than good because you might just need to take a little step and then a little step. And then another step further and another step further. And slowly but surely you're feeling better, more yourself, more positive. And then you can jump into that two-hour meditation where you're feeling calm and clear and you're vibrating at that high level. And you can say mantras like, I am incredible, I am on top of everything, I am the best writer in the world or whatever it is that you're doing or manifesting. So first of all, to get in alignment, don't be hard on yourself. And if it needs to be a process over a couple of days or a couple of weeks, that's absolutely fine. Just being kind and calm to yourself, doing what works for you. We've all been in alignment before. And when you are in alignment, that is when music sounds just amazing. Food tastes better. Things happen that would usually annoy you, but they just don't seem to bother you. The sun just looks gorgeous. The colors are vibrating. You just feel so you and happily you. That is when you're in alignment. And that is when you are not only in a really, really powerful state to manifest, but you are also in a powerful and very open state to receive signs and guidance. Okay, so... Lily Berry, she is such a beautiful part of my community. She's been a Pass Around the Smile fan for a long time. She asked, how and what do we actually look for when we ask for signs? Now, signs can come in many different shapes, colors, (laughs) forms, and they can come through meditation. They can come through card readings. They can come while you're driving your car, you're on a walk, you're talking to someone. So signs can come through, let's say, communication, for example. You are walking in the supermarket and uh, someone comes up to you and says something, I don't know, I'm making this up. Oh, the color blue looks so lovely on you. And maybe two days ago you did a meditation and the color blue came to you as your sign. So words like that through communication, whether it's strangers, family or friends can be signs. Like, for example, when I was in the process of starting Pass Around the Smile and I was really open to guidance because I was really unsure if that was my path. I had so many people saying to me like, oh, you'd be so good at writing or, oh, you talk so passionately about the law of attraction. Can you like teach me that over a little course or whatever it was? People were communicating to me through, I believe, the universe and my angels trying to have a say in my life, trying to be like, Cleo, listen to us. So signs can come through that way. Signs can also come through numbers. It's really common to see 111 or 333. They each have their own meanings. And I won't go too far into this now just because, you know, you can Google that. I also, in my new Oracle deck, I have those cards that have, you know, exactly what they mean. And the thing is, like, I went for so long seeing uh, 
888 as well. And that means something different. And then 222 as well. So there are so many different things that consecutive numbers can mean. 1111 obviously is a popular one. But if you are seeing these signs over and over again, it means, yay, you're in alignment and you are being protected and guided. And often it means that new beginnings are near. It's really, really exciting. So when you are receiving these signs over and over again, get excited and get into that state of receiving and expecting the very best for yourself. Another way is through colors, through, uh, gosh, anything really. You can ask for a particular sign or you can just say, send me a sign that becomes clear. And if you listen to my five cent story, you will know that I did not ask to see five senses, but they came into my life in copious amounts and then ended up telling a whole different story through a whole different way, which you can listen to. It's so exciting. But then with my whale story, I asked specifically to see a whale and it came to me in that way. So you might be driving and all of a sudden the vision of a lady beetle comes to you. Trust that that vision came to you just because it was meant to. Don't overcomplicate things and really just trust your instincts, trust your intuition. Then trust that that is your sign. Ask for it then. Okay, universe, I thanks for putting this in my mind. Please show me a lady beetle if I'm on the right path or please show me a lady beetle if this person is right for me. Please show me a lady beetle if you are there protecting and guiding me, whatever it is that you want to know. You can say it out loud. You can say it in a prayer. Often I will kind of see something in my meditation. I will then journal it out. You know, universe, please show me this dragonfly or whatever it is that I want. You can speak it. You can sing it. There are no rules. Just trust your intuition. And I promise you, you'll probably be really pleasantly proud and surprised at how powerful you are. Often we go to external people that are like spiritual healers or psychics, but you've got to trust that you know you the best and that your angels want to communicate through you. The universe wants to have a say in your life, so allow it to. We have to open up and let that in. And when we do open up and let that in, that's when it gets really exciting. So I guess that's like how and what to look out for. And Lily and everyone else, If you haven't asked for a sign as well and you just start noticing coincidences, repetition, synchronicity, there is no such thing as coincidences, I believe. They are absolutely signs from above trying to guide you in a certain direction. So you don't actually have to put it out there that you want to see a certain thing or even that you just want to see a sign and you don't know what that sign is. You could just start to see signs because you're simply in alignment or you simply are desperate for guidance and you can see these signs and then you need to take it and sit on it and feel it and work on it. Now, when we're talking about receiving signs and guidance, it feels all nice and fluffy and like it's always going to be positive. But there are kind of two ways where it maybe isn't so positive, but it still really helps us in moving forward. And that's why you do want to be in a really strong state sometimes when you do ask for signs, because you also want to be open to the fact that maybe something isn't for you. I believe not receiving the sign that you have asked for says something in itself. Let's say if you ask for a really clear sign and you can get really specific as well. If you really are confused and you want to know for sure, you can ask for like, you know, I don't know, a pink tiger. Actually, my best friend, Nicole, I'm pretty sure that she told me she asked for a pink dolphin. That's right. And it came to her. 
I'm, I think I'm using Nicole's story, but I might mark it off a little bit here. But yeah, let's say like you are asking for a really clear sign. Let's go with pink dolphin. It's something different that you don't see every day. And then you see it and it's like, oh my God, that is so specific. I know that that was meant for me, right? And then you have your clear answer. But what if you ask for a pink dolphin on a very specific topic, like someone that's coming into your life or a new job opportunity and it doesn't come and you don't see it? There's two two things here I want to say. The first thing that I want you to reflect on is are you in alignment? Because this pink dolphin could be popping up, but maybe you are not seeing it because you're not open to it, because you are distracted, you're not in alignment, you're feeling negative, you're rushing from here to there, you're not present. So first of all, check in with yourself. Are you at your most present? Are you just being? Are you open? Are you in alignment with what you want and who you are right now? Number two, if it doesn't come to you, is maybe not receiving that sign is a sign in itself. This has happened to me many times and I was resisting like all through acting. I was asking for so many different signs and they wouldn't come. And I just put it down to like, oh, the universe didn't hear me or like, oh, that's, you know, magic. I'm not going to get a sign. But really, when I look back, it wasn't meant to be in that way for me right then and there. And it didn't mean that there wasn't amazing things waiting to unfold for me. It just meant that the universe was trying to have a say in a different way, but I wasn't open to receiving that. So just take note, if you are not receiving your sign, are you open to it? Are you, you know, vibrating low so you might be actually missing the signs that are being presented to you? And if you are like present and in alignment and you still aren't receiving it, then is it a sign in itself? And journal on that. What if this wasn't meant for you? How does that make you feel? Do you trust that the universe can have so many more possibilities for you, even though you think this person or this job or this money or whatever is so right for you right now? So I have my own story to tell where I have actually been so desperate for a sign. I asked the universe to give me signs and guidance, whether it was was good or bad. So what happened is I had my O-1 visa, which is an acting visa for the States for three years, right? Really hard process to get it. Thousands of dollars. It takes like six months to do your application. And I had that for three years, then it ran out. So this was in the time where I was really kind of confused about like, is acting for me? It's not working. The law of attraction isn't working. Like I'm just feeling so blocked. I know the universe is trying to say something to me, but I wasn't ready to listen. So I didn't know whether to reapply for my visa again. And the first lesson in this was to trust my gut, which I absolutely didn't do. My gut so clearly said, don't do it. Not only because I didn't want to go to America anymore, I didn't want to do auditions over there. I like there were just so many reasons my gut was saying no, but I totally ignored it because I was still stuck in that mind frame that acting was a part of my identity and I needed to prove to myself and others that I could do it. And I also wanted to honor the time and the money and the energy I had spent on becoming this actor. So I thought, Not reapplying means giving up. I have to give this my everything. Again, I was in that mindset of this has to be hard work. This has to be really hard. And what I've learned now, and if you listen to my Do Less and Attract More episode, it doesn't have to be hard. It's only hard if you believe that it's hard. So I reapplied and 
after like, you know, six months, another few thousand dollars, whatever, it got declined. And the reason that it got declined was like really crazy and kind of unclear and like really unfair. And I was devastated because this meant so much more than the like seven, nine thousand, I can't even remember. I think it was $7,000 that I spent. It meant so much more than the money. I didn't even really care about the money. I cared that the fact that this being declined meant that all of my hard work in the US, all the connections that I made, the hundreds of auditions that I did over there, my manager, my agent, that was all over. Because if you don't have your US visa, you can't audition. Well, you can do self-tapes from Australia, but it's not the same. You can't then just jump over there and jump onto a show or a movie. And getting the O1 is such a process. So this meant so much more. And of course, spiritually, it meant a lot because it was like, kind of this like closure that I wasn't ready for. It was like the universe really slapping me in the face being like, Cleo, listen, this is not meant for you. And you keep trying despite our signs and our guidance. Anyway, with all that in my mind, I was still in this, oh gosh, this state of not knowing whether to reapply or not, because I had one more chance to reapply to like prove my uh what's it called like prove my case so it was going to be another three grand to prove my case and then there was a chance that it would just get declined again um, or I would get approved so it wasn't the whole amount but this is a normal procedure when everyone is declined for a visa or for this particular visa you have one chance to kind of you know go again so I was like straight back, you know, straight back to where I started, stuck in this, like, should I, shouldn't I, is it me giving up if I don't, I need to work hard for this, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I was walking to work with my cousin, Maddie, and Maddie was asking me, like, how, you know, how's it going, and how are you feeling, and I was so upset still, I was really upset, and more than that, I was confused because I didn't know whether to go for it again. Not only would it be so much more money that I didn't really have, it would be so much energy. And that was what I was most concerned about. And I'll never forget, we're walking through the car park and I said, universe, please give me a sign. What do I do? Do I reapply for this visa or do I not? Do I leave it and move on? Please just give me a sign, good or bad. Please give me a sign. I literally said to the universe, good or bad, please send me a sign. I just want to know. I can't remember if it was the next morning or the morning after that. I know it was soon after I said this to the universe. I woke up to an email from my manager in capital letters being so awful, not wanting to help me go forward with this visa anymore. He was my sponsor, so I needed him. Without him, there was no visa. He was just sick of the process. He had other things on his mind and he got really yucky in this email. And it was literally like shut down in that moment. Like he said, I'm not going to help you further. Like we can't do this kind of thing. That was it. The universe gave me a very clear sign like the clearest I could ever ask for. Yes, it was bad because then my manager ended up dumping me and it was awful and I felt so defeated and just sad and it was just so, so many emotions in one. But I got my sign. And to be honest, like I was I was still relieved, even as sad as I was, I was relieved because I knew exactly what I needed to do. So I shut it down and my God, 
I'm so glad I shut it down. I didn't want to go to America. I didn't want those roles. Those roles weren't meant for me. I wasn't meant to go to America again. I did my time. I learned what I needed to learn. And yeah, so that's an example of how you can ask for a sign and really kind of receive it in a positive or a negative way. So you can either receive the sign in a negative way or you can receive no sign and maybe kind of perceive that that might be a sign in itself. Now, Emily Bell and Lauren Toesland both asked about kind of special messages that you might receive through angels or through the universe and also how they might come through card spreads. And Lauren kind of asked the basics on how to do a card spread and kind of ask for signs through that way. So with card spreads, again, there are instructions in each one of my card decks which you can go through but there really are no rules and you really do have to use your intuition again if you're one of those people who needs a set of instructions they are in there and I'll tell you what I do now but please learn to trust your intuition there's no better place to be So don't be afraid to get specific with your cards. If you are needing a sign about your career, if you are needing a sign about, you know, I don't know, the love of your life or whatever it is, a really specific sign, don't be afraid to ask your cards a specific question. And when you're shuffling, I want you to trust what you are feeling. For example, when I shuffle cards for other people, it's never for myself, but only when I shuffle cards for other people, I see colors radiating from the card deck to them. And that color always represents a chakra and that chakra always links up with what they are struggling with. It's pretty crazy because when I was first seeing the colors, I was like not taking myself seriously. And I'm like, you're making it up, Cleo. But when I started asking my friends like, oh, you know, I'm seeing green and that's your heart chakra. Like, why is your heart hurting? Or when I was actually doing readings for Pass Around a Smile for Strangers, had this beautiful girl overseas and we were FaceTiming her and I was shuffling the cards and I could see blue like so clearly. And I said, what's going on with your throat chakra? Like, what are you holding back? And she was like, you're kidding. Like I'm holding back this huge secret that I know if I bring it out, it's going to like hurt a lot of people. So Trust what you're seeing and trust what you're feeling as well. Another time I was doing a stranger's card reading. I don't really do them anymore, but I used to do them a lot. And I was shuffling and the cards all of a sudden became really heavy. Like they were so heavy. I've shuffled these cards thousands of times before and they're light and like, you know. And I said to her, I don't know if this is random, but like, are you... Like, is something weighing you down? Like, these cards are so heavy. And she told me that she'd had weight loss surgery just prior. So trust what you are feeling. Trust in your intuition and your gut and everything because that is where you're going to get the answers and the guidance. Then pull out the amount of cards that you feel. Sometimes I'll pull out one. Sometimes I'll pull out, like, six. Very often, though, I will pull out three. And I really like asking kind of, past, present, future to kind of represent where I'm at. But really, honestly, there's not too much else to say than trusting your gut and allowing those special messages from your angels and the universe to come through your cards. Like I'm sure you all know my story. I've told it a few times where constantly when I was in that crossroads in my life, I was asking for signs and every single time my angel cards would say, writer, spiritual healer and speaker. And I didn't want to hear it at the time, but it's literally all that I'm doing now. 
and it's all that I love. So it's pretty crazy. We can't see things that the universe can see and those cards kept coming out over and over and over again. I have another story of my own which might just kind of inspire you and also allow you to think of different ways that you can ask for different signs as well. So I actually had to go back into my past around the smile group and reread my story because it's sad how quickly we forget things. This is why it's so important to write down your signs and coincidences that you're experiencing. So I was feeling really doubtful about a pass around the smile project. I was having all of these limiting beliefs, feeling pretty awful. And I said to the universe, can you please show me a dragonfly? I just need to know that you are there and that I'm on the right track. The next day I was sitting having a picnic with my friends and I got a fright because this dragonfly bright orange literally came right up to my nose and was like flying but staring at me (laughs) right in my face like I could not miss it. So I went home feeling all excited but I must admit a couple of hours passed and it wasn't enough to let this lack of confidence that I was feeling and this self-doubt go away. So I said universe, I need another sign. A couple of hours passed and I walked into my bedroom as I had done thousands and thousands of times before and something was glistening. Now at this point, I wasn't thinking about the sign I asked for. I wasn't, you know, alert to anything, but something like it was literally shining and it caught my eye. And I looked over to like my bedside. We have like these canoe bedside tables and this opal necklace was shining at me so bright and immediately I had felt the presence of my grandma which was kind of strange for me because I feel the presence of my nanny waters all the time. It's rare that I feel my grandma's presence but it was so clear to me that it was grandma. The crazy thing a couple of weeks before mum and I were going through our jewellery and she had been given two of the exact same opal necklaces like you can't tell them apart. One was from her mum Nanny Waters and one was from my dad's mum grandma. So they each had a necklace that they that mum ended up with that were exactly the same and we could never tell them apart so we never knew whose necklace was whose was whose was whose. In that moment I was so sure that that necklace there, that particular one that was shining, was my grandma's. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. I went over to it and I was like, why haven't I ever noticed this shine like this? As I was looking at it and I was just really being present and in the moment and really kind of looking around for other signs, I looked up and right in front of my face on the canoe bedside table that has been there forever was sitting this Gabby Bernstein card. And it said, I wrote this down so I don't forget, It said, I trust the direction of the universe and I know I am being guided. The picture was a dragonfly. This card had been there for like six months. And honestly, I've got to say, I just don't think I've ever taken notice of it. Like I would have when I put it up there, I must have liked the message. But I was face on looking at it. So the shelf under that was the opal that represented my grandma. Right in front of my face was the dragonfly with that message. And then the shelf above was the picture of my nanny waters. And I felt so supported. Then I walked out of the room. I told my mum what happened, told dad what happened. So cool. The next day, dad said, you do know it's grandma's anniversary today, right? (sighs) It was grandma's anniversary. Then the story is nearly over. 
I walked outside and another dragonfly circled me. And that was enough for me to know that I was on the right path and know that I was guided. And it still gives me shivers. So signs can come in different ways, but just trust yourself and what you're seeing. I don't think there's any such thing as coincidences. These are synchronicities coming to you for a reason. Oh my gosh, I knew I was missing some of that story because it happened so long ago and I had to go back to the group to actually see what I wrote when it happened. I missed a little bit out. I've just looked at my paper. So in the middle of all of that, as if that wasn't enough, I did a card reading and I got career, yes, and let it go. And like all that I was asking for was career things. It was about a Pass Around the Smile project. And I just think it's so crazy and so comforting to get these answers and it just helps us move forward with confidence and that comforting feeling knowing that we are guided and please 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 note down with dates what you are pulling from your card readings because looking back they always make sense especially with your yearly spreads a lot of my community will already know but I love to do yearly spreads where it's January to December one card for each month and you don't have to do it in January it is a nice new year ritual to do for the start of the year but if you've just received a deck or if you're just about to get a deck you can start now and do it for the rest of the year or for the year following whatever oh my god it's so crazy looking back at how it lines up and how it literally tells you what is coming it's so it's so amazing So I think I'll finish there. My dad actually needs to come in and use his studio again. Fair enough. It's his studio. I just come in and record podcasts in here all the time. But I hope this inspired you. Please write in the Facebook group if you have had any cool signs or coincidences, synchronicities happen to you lately. It's so magical. Trust the process and really know and understand the value in what might seem like a little sign it could propel you to move forward in the biggest way. It's very exciting. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will catch you all soon. Lots of love.